Hi, we thought we would do a uh, quick podcast on the phenomena which seems to be going around all the schools and with young people and uh, on Netflix, which is called Squid Game. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's an it's a quite an adult program um, with uh, with with quite a lot, a lot of violence in it. Um, and I'm here. My name's Pete Woodcock, and I'm a pastor at uh, Cornerstone Church. And I'm here with Ben. Hello. Um, who's also uh, pastoring the church as well, and uh, Ben's looked into this a little bit because it's 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 such a big topic. Um, it is a big topic, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it feels like a, a flash in the pan, one of these trends that comes in and will go uh, pretty quickly. But whilst it's here, it's quite a big topic. Yeah, and uh, it's it's um, streaming high on on Netflix. Yeah, it's actually one of their most highly streamed TV series ever, apparently. And yet, it's in Korean. Yeah. That's right, yeah. It's um, it's Kore- it's in Korean. It's a South Korean TV show, uh, written and produced by South Korean people, um, sold to Netflix, uh, and you can watch it dubbed, and it's very badly dubbed, um, or you can watch it with subtitles, which is what I did. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's it's a series of nine. Is that right? Yep, nine episodes. And it's a, and, and in that nine episodes, there is a complete story. It's not sort of waiting around for the next series. No, it? yeah, it obviously ends, and you kind of think, well, where what happens now? Where do the characters go from here? But it, there is a an ending per se. Yep. Okay, so let's have a think. What's the what's the main premise of the of, of the story then? The main premise of the story is that the hyper super rich. Um, in South Korea have created um, a kind of Hunger Games island where they take people from the real world in South Korea, um, people who are experiencing extreme financial sort of uh, problems, so they're in, in massive debt or they are in serious trouble with the law or for whatever reason they don't have a lot of value in normal life and they take these people to this island um, at first, largely against their will because they don't know why they're being taken. Um, and then they are put in competition against each other in a series of childhood sort of playground games. Um, but the twist is, if you lose the game, instead of just being out of the game, you are killed. So you they they murder you then and there on the spot. You are shot in the head. And and it, and you do you do actually see that, don't you? It's yes. Quite quite. It is. It's quite gratuitous. Yeah, and and the way that you see it as an audience member in the same way that the characters do. So you don't have a huge amount of knowledge of what's going to happen. Uh, but then in the first game, when people start losing, you see them die, and an awful lot of people die in that first game because they obviously don't know what's going on. Mm. So they're trying to figure out why are people being killed around them um so there's a lot of death and a lot of so that so the first game uh, i mean i i spanned through the the, the first episode and, and it was enough for me mm. um the first game is is basically what's the time mr wolf but with a with a great big sort of doll thing yeah um and then uh, to, to just describe what happens there yeah, so it's 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 what's the time mr wolf but in korean they call it red light green light so when the doll sings red uh, green light you can walk towards her and then when she turns around and says red light you have to stop and if she sees you move you get shot and you're you are taken out um and it's 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 an odd it's kind of 
one of the reasons I think why this show is so popular is because it's taking something that's so innocent and childlike, like this game, and even the doll, this big animatronic doll, looks like a, a children's toy. And the arena they're playing in is is painted almost like a child's playground. So it's there's like light blue colours and there's you see like birds flying and it's all very pretty. But then there's this really sinister turn where you're playing this child's game and you die pretty brutally when you're when you lose. And and uh, is, is there any sort of more thought in it? Is there, is there anything more than just child's game and people get killed? Um, yes, I think there is. That there's a lot of gore, and that's one thing we could talk about. Why does there have to be that much gore? Is it good for people to see that much gore? One of the interesting things for me was uh, the sort of worldview that's presented, because at first these contestants are abducted against their will in a sense they're put in these vans they're drugged so they don't know where they're going and then they realize what's happening um and they actually that they they're given the option to leave which is very odd so there are three clauses to playing the game i think you see that in the first episode the first clause is um when once you agree to play the games you have to play the game second clause is if you refuse you're eliminated uh, and which means killed. Which means killed. Yeah. And the third clause is, if the majority decide to stop the games, then the games will be ended and everyone can go back to their lives. So after witnessing the massacre of the first game, they realise elimination means death. It doesn't mean you're out the game, it means you're going to get killed. They actually vote to end the games. Um, although it's a very close vote, some people want to carry on. And we'll, we can get to that, why they want to do that. But after they vote to end the game... Uh, people go back to their lives. And what happens over the course of an episode is people realize that the real hell is not on the island playing the game. The real hell is actually the lives they've gone back to. So there's sort of this worldview put, put up that is life's not worth living unless you have lots of money, which is the prize for winning the games. That's the, the prize. You get a, you get something like 28 million pounds, um, but it's in the Korean currency. So if you win the games, you get 28 million pounds. Uh, and people want to go back to compete in this game, even if it means death for themselves, even if it means death for hundreds of other people, they want to participate because without that money, their life's meaningless. And, and, and it means that they kill, does it? Not only are you eliminated by a big doll or whatever mm -hmm. shooting at you, mm -hmm. but uh, as the games go on, you, in fact, are a murderer, are you? Yes. Um, in order to be able to win? Yeah. First first of all, indirectly, because there's a tug-of-war game, for example, yeah. and obviously you're competing against the other team. So by trying to win, you are effectively indirectly killing other people. Okay. So if your team beats their team, they all get killed. So you've... All of them get killed? Yeah, on the other side of the tug-of-war. Mm -hmm. um, but then later on, people realise that they can kill outside of the games and that counts towards who wins so they start killing each other while they're asleep at night for example oh wow yeah right because they realize you can do that that's you can do that that's legitimate and so only one winner is there there's only one winner only yeah. one person can take the and um, does someone win you know i mean i, I know this is a but i don't yeah. care really yeah 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 um, and it is it's probably quite an interesting moment to watch because they win all the money but then what on earth have they lost in the experience that they've just gone through. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and one of the one of the sad things, I suppose, is at the start, people make teams and they form friendship groups to try and help each other survive. Mm. But there's only one winner. Mm. So towards the end, these people start turning on each other. Mm. And so people who had previously saved each other's lives and had protected each other are now... So it's like Hunger Games. It's exactly like it's Hunger so Games, exactly, yeah. Exactly like and um, so, as a uh, you know, just thinking about that worldview, um, what, what, what you know, what is as a as a Christian, what what sort of you know, what what wh where do we go from here? Hmm. Yes, um, I mean, being able to talk to to maybe young people about the show or just to other people about the show, it's really it's really clear in, in the TV show that the life these contestants are experiencing in the real world is so dark and empty and meaningless. The fact that they would all choose to go and participate in these horrible games says that they don't value the life that they have without that money. Um, and so there's no real value or purpose or meaning to their lives without being rich and able to do stuff. Um, so the the Christian gospel message into that situation radically transforms everything. You totally swap it over. You know, you f you flip the whole thing on its head. You say you don't. Your life doesn't only have meaning if you have lots of money, um, or if you win this game and you can pay off all your sort of debts financially. Um, you are made in the image of God. Uh, you can be rich spiritually even if you're poor physically um and you have a purpose in this life um which is to reflect god and to hold out the gospel to other people so that the, there's basically the only the only way out these people saw to their lives was to participate in these games whereas the gospel would would radically change that and give them an entirely new way out but it, but but it's also uh, reflecting that i can stamp on it, anyone and anyone that gets in my way i can do what i like as mm. long as i can get that yeah uh, get that sort of yeah godlike status of of money yes it's complete opposite to the christian message isn't it we're, we're actually we sacrifice and give yeah we stand in front of people yeah. and get shot rather than just uh, uh, wanting others to get shot yes it's probably a good you could have a good discussion around it with someone who thinks that, um, you know, w is humanity generally good or is it corrupt and yeah. evil? It's a good TV show to prove really that it's corrupt because all of these contestants go in at first looking like good people. Well, they've got massive failings, but, you know, generally they form friendships. They're quite nice to each other to start with. Uh, and then over the course of the games, they turn on each other. And so... you you kind of peel back the layers of mm. social niceness and then what do you have left? You have people who only look out for themselves, mm. who are willing to kill even to survive. Um, and so you could you could say, look, humanity needs a savior because we're, we're not okay. If, if we met God today, he would see that part of our humanity, mm. which is that, you know, so we, we, we're in need we are fundamentally corrupt and broken and we need a savior mm -hmm. um okay so uh that that's the that's 
that's the sort of uh, interesting bits of it. But it's uh, it's obviously uh, become a sort of big thing uh, amongst. I mean, it, it it really is an eighteen, isn't it? it I should, it would I would say it's an eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Because because of the way the, the way you see people die, heads yeah. blown off, and yeah. it's quite bloody. Yeah. And so every episode, I guess, is gets probably worse if if not. I mean, yeah. Uh, if not the same uh, as the first one, but. Um, uh, but it's suddenly become a sort of big thing that um, that schools are worried about and all of that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, you think it's a fad, but how's how's that happened? Yeah, uh, so it's a 15, which I think makes it immediately more accessible to younger people. If it was an 18, you would get a bit of, you know, y- if it was an 18, you get 15-year-olds watching it. Mm. But because it's a 15, you get 11-year-olds watching yeah. it. It sort of works out like that. Um, so I think partly it's Netflix's responsibility for... Or whoever I can't I don't know the British organisation that labels it. Um, so it's partly that that it's been labelled as a fifteen. It's also um, I think uh, another thing that's influenced young people being exposed to it is TikTok um, because there's been a there's been a large trend on TikTok where people have been putting posting videos about it, mm. and a lot of them make fun of it um, or are fairly light-hearted about it. But I think what that does is it opens a small window to the TV show to sort of 10, 11 year olds, um, they are on TikTok, they're watching these videos of people talking about this TV show and then that piques their interest and they want to watch it. Mm. Um, particularly because it's quite shocking um, and if you watch these short clips of people playing kids games with blood all over their face, that's like, you, you think, what on earth is this about? Oh, is that what the fun thing is? That it's the, the, the mocking of it is... Is people with tomato sauce all over them? Uh, it could be. Yeah. P- people, people are sort of saying like, if I was playing with someone I didn't like or an ex-boyfriend that I didn't yeah. like anymore, I would push him over in uh, red light, green light, and oh, then that gosh. that would mean he would die because yes. he was moving. Yes. So people sort of do stuff like that. Gosh. Um, yeah. But then young people are seeing that and they go, "What is this TV show?" Yeah. Um, and then everyone's talking about it in school. And I think as soon as it gets a bit of momentum in the playground, people talking about it, then there's social pressure on other young people mm. to watch it, to know what's, what's going on. Mm. Um, I guess it's like my dad always used to say that growing up it was The Muppet Show. So if you watch The Muppet Show, mm. the next day everyone in the playground was talking about that episode. It's a slightly different show, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it's a slightly different show. <laughs> but the same idea that if you hadn't watched it, you wouldn't be in on the conversation the next day. Mm. And I think... A similar thing's happening that lots of young kids are coming up to their parents and saying, oh, but my whole class has watched it. All my friends are watching it. Yeah. Please can I watch it as well? Yeah. Um, and then that's harder for a parent to sort of say no to. Yes, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. But it certainly isn't, uh, uh, you know, anyone under 15 should not be watching this show. No. It's, it, cause it's because it's so violent and quite mm. disturbing, I think. Um, uh, anything else we need to, you know, uh, think about to be helpful to to parents and, and um yeah i mean uh it's probably worth watching an episode if your child wants to watch it and i, I w- you know j- even if it's to just know what it is that they're seeing mm. um i actually don't think there's anything particularly new here so no. if anyone's worried or hysterically sort of concerned because, oh my goodness, there's this new thing that all children are watching. What on earth do we do about it? There's no massive new thing in it that we've not, that you won't have to deal with somewhere else. Yeah. So they'll, ha- they'll be exposed to blood and gore somewhere else. 
So it's not so much what do we do about Squid Games. It's it's Squid Game. It's what do we do about blood and gore? How do we deal with that mm. in the video games they play in the films they watch at their mates' houses. It's a bigger conversation. Um, I mean, there are warnings in the Bible. I mean, if you take Proverbs, you know, you've got um, the father warning his son. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got quite a lot about violence in, yep. in Proverbs. But w- one of the first things he warns his son is, be careful of, of joining with those that are, are about violence and, uh, and, uh, and um, uh, violence in order to, for you to get gain. Mm. Uh, which is quite, which is quite interesting because uh, well, let, let me just read a bit of it because I think in one sense the, the, these are the verses that you would want to be putting over Squid Game. Um, My son, if sinners entice you, uh, do not give in to them. If they say, "Come along with us, let's lie in wait for someone's blood, let's waylay some harmless soul, let's swallow them alive like the grave and whole, like those who go down to the pit." We will get all sorts of valuable things <laughs> and uh, fill, our, fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot with us and we will share a common purse. My son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths, for their feet rush into sin and they are swift to shed blood. How useless to spread a net in full view of the birds. These men lie in wait for their own blood and they waylay only themselves such is the end of all who go after ill-gotten gain it takes away the lives of those who get it you could almost put that over squid game that, i mean that last bit yeah so such is the past of all who go after <coughs> ill-gotten gain it takes away the life of those who get it so those yeah so that so the winner of this thing at the end is covered in blood yeah. and you sort of say your life's been taken away from you, mate. You've got the ill-gotten gain. You've won that prize money, but your life has completely been taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if, if they did a second series, and perhaps we ought to do a series, <laughs> uh, on following the results of that bloke. Yeah. And see what actually happens to him and yeah. how, how he's screwed up because of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, but I bet you they don't. Yeah. No, but there, I- there is an interesting thing in it, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but I guess this is all spoilers. Um, there's a sort of side storyline where um, a police officer uh, has lost his brother and he suspects that um, his brother's been participating in these games. So he eventually finds himself on this island, he sort of sneaks on, and at the end of it all he discovers that his brother is one of the ringleaders now. So one of the people who were dragged off the street to become a contestant is now running the show. And so that is an interesting thing that that you become you know he who may have looked around with horror at the violence to begin with then becomes mm. one of the people who yeah who runs the violence mm. which is what proverbs is saying isn't it as you go down that violent route yeah you be, you become hardened and hardened to it and you don't realize no you're doing this yeah and in the end you're laying a trap for yourself yeah and you don't realize you're laying a trap for yourself and it will trap you and and kill you yeah well there you go Okay, um, uh, anything else we need to say to people? Um, th- I think if you're a youth worker or you, are, you, know, you, you, can, you talk to teenagers about different things, maybe you've got teenage children, it, it's a good... It, if you watch it with them, I think that there is, there's good opportunities there to talk about worldviews and about the difference Jesus makes. Yeah. There is actually a scene in the first episode, I think, where 
um, what looks like a Christian man dressed up in a suit with a suitcase sits down next to the main character and the main character turns to him and says, I don't want to know about Jesus, um, which is ironic because Jesus would totally transform the, the, the show in this guy's life. Um, there is, there is, this is a good opportunity to look at it and go, what worldview is this show depicting? How is it sort of dark and empty? And where does the, the good news of Jesus fit into this? Uh, and how would Jesus radically change everything that's going on here? Um, I mean, it could be a really good show if they just took out all of the vi- or, or all of the, the the blood and gore. Yeah, and and it seems to me a quite a cheap way of sensationalising that. Whereas you could make this story much better. I think so. Yeah. 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 Why do you think they've done that? It's just just because that's what gets the attention of people quickly. Excuse exactly. Me. Yeah. It's cheap, um, and it's it it adds to the shock factor. I think. Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so just probably views, and it's worked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you very much, Ben, for for helping us think think these things through. Um, we have all kinds of other podcasts that you can listen to, which I can't remember. Animals um, of the Bible. Animals of the Bible. We're we're going through um, uh, for both for kids and for adults. Um, there's A to Z of of Christian uh, doctrine. I recommend. Uh, you have a listen to those things as well. So thank you very much.